Uh, now, our scoreboard update and Steph Gilmore, if you're just tuning in, an absolute champion. Well, she's the world champion for the eighth time. I believe Lane Beachley won seven. I might be wrong there, but Ooh. Steph has eight. So she is the best of the bestest. Outstanding performance. Clinched the title in California only about, what, an hour or so ago. Lane um, was a genius. Now, also, as well. I just, yeah, there's a text here player. from Rod from Foster about boys, have you seen the altercation between Horschel and Poulter? Uh, Ian Poulter, that is, over at the BMW PGA Championship where people from Live Tours are coming together with PGA Tours and DP World Tours. So, yeah, Billy Horschel and Ian Poulter. Poulter's obviously gone to Live. Horschel's been uh, very vocal about Live Tour defectors and they've met on the practice green and uh, having a nice little discussion about a half a metre apart, a metre apart, some hand gestures, uh, certainly there's a finger point or two there as well. So it looks like, you know, it's, just, it's all sort of bubbling to the surface, so to speak. Well, it doesn't that, look that too bad. Are we really, are we talking about that to stink? Well, that's a discussion. Oh, my that's God. That's a discussion. Please, play on. Right. Anyway, the leader. What are they on the driving range? <laughs> no, practice green. Practice green. Uh, Mate, to... they're having, they disagree on something. How dare they? Yeah, they're having a discussion. How dare you disagree with someone? It's a spat. And talk about it. It's a spat. Yeah. I'd, you know what? Don't do that. Go behind each other's backs yeah. and bag each other in the media. Yeah. Do it that way. I thought they were going to be chest on chest yeah, and, I and pushing a, and shoving. I thought, I thought, you know, we're showing us vision there about a stink. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Please. Look, well played, boys. I was showing boys. you in response I, to the text well, and you've reacted. I'm Perfect. saying well played. Good on you for having the courage to actually look each other in the eye and have a difference of opinion. Well played. Rather than going behind each other's backs and doing it through your manager in the media. Fair call, Clark. Well played. Tommy Fleetwood and Andy Sullivan, both of England, eight under par in the clubhouse, 64s, along with Victor Hovland. And uh, Jason Scrivener, a six under 66. Of other Aussies here, we've seen Adam Scott and Lucas Herbert shoot three under 69s. Loza, what have you got for us? Uh, just a heads up for our punters, Mido. The Sticky and Smoky crew are mm. at it again. <sighs> but this time, it's all about the roars of supercars. At Mount Panorama. Sticky Wings and Smoky Barbecue are giving you and a mate the opportunity to win a VIP experience for two at this year's Bathurst 1000, including a full weekend hospitality package, a grid walk, track lap, and accommodation. Now, this is a serious bucket list opportunity. Keep an eye out too for Sticky Wings and Smoky Barbecue in your local IGA. And if you can't find them, then ask the manager to get them in. To enter, simply go to stickywings.com.au or smokybarbecue.com.au and register your details. It's that easy. That's stickywings.com.au or smokybarbecue.com.au. Supercars never tasted so good. Okay, US Open news. Nick Kyrgios fined again $14,000 for his double racket smash after his loss the other day. That's his fifth fine of the tournament. So it totals somewhere around thirty two and a half grand. though he did earn nearly or about 450000 in prize money for being knocked out in the quarterfinals. Yesterday's match between Carlos Alcaraz and Yannick Sinner. Alcaraz won in five sets. The latest ever finish in tournament history. The match went for five hours and 15 minutes and finished at 10 to 3 in the morning. Morning, Rog. Buddy, how does it work with the racket companies? Are they 
peed off with something like, you know, Nick smoking him on the... Because I can just imagine, if I was to break my cricket bat against the change room war, mm. I reckon I'm losing my deal from really? my bat manufacturer. I reckon, I reckon Slazenger or Spartan are actually ripping my contract up. Like, if, I, if I'm doing really? it out of anger, like if I'm batting and the bat breaks, play on. If I'm seen in front of the world actually smacking my bat on the wall to break it, I reckon I'm losing my contract. Yeah, good morning, boys. Uh, interesting question. I'm still stuck on Sticky and Smoky. <laughs> They're both good, Rog. <laughs> and I think they were discussing a 30-foot putt. They didn't quite agree on the line. But, uh, the... Yeah, look, it's, it's interesting. I, for tennis manufacturers, I mean, they haven't. There's no, um, there's no real discussion that takes place. You know, they they sponsor the player. Um, I, I guess there's I, again, it's it's a, it might be an eyeballs thing these days where you know they talk about it and so that you know and there's and there's images that are going around the world. Um, you know, Murat Safin was was pretty potent at it. You know, generally would go into his change in the change rooms though. Uh, Marcus Bagdadis, I can't remember if you remember him at the Australian Open. One day was sitting in his chair at the change events and just pulled out one and then and smashed it and then decided to pull out all of them uh, and and just went and went them in the chair. And he, so, I guess I guess what we saw from Nick was seen a, a before at certain times, but um, the manufacturers don't really get. They wouldn't they wouldn't get involved in that. The players generally probably go through. Uh, I know with my guys, it was it was probably about thirty frames a year, uh, thirty to thirty-five frames a year. Every sort of section of the tour, the tour, whether it was the first part of the year, the clay court season, the grass court season, and, and the remainder part of the year, we'd rotate, um, you know, eight or ten rackets or twelve rackets through those different periods, um, just so they kept their they kept the same the shape, the feel, the and everything. But uh, did I like the look? No, not at the end of a five-step match where you know it's you're out there. It's late at night, um, and you know if you want to show your emotions, I think in that scenario you're not happy. Go into the locker room, uh, do it there, out of sight, and acknowledge and respect uh, the player that's actually got the win. And um, you know it's, it's his time. Uh, now, Alia Tomjanovic uh, and Nick losing their quarterfinals. Uh, I, I just sensed with Nick and that defeat, Rog, that. You know, I love the fact he hurt so much. Uh, is there a concern that you know he may not get such a great opportunity again? I mean, what do you what do you take out of his reaction and uh, I guess his career going forward after you know having such an opportunity, being at the peak of his powers this year? Well, I think what it shows is you've got a whole lot of competitors. Is hatching of the a, a all round better um, talent? I think the talent pool, uh, no, but he competes. And he had a game plan to stay true and consistent all the way through and stay the course. And he was able to get up on the, on the scoreboard and, and create that sort of pressure. So, um, you know, it, and, and he got the win. So there are a lot of players out there that can do that. For Nick, yeah, there are opportunities. This is a, this is a massive one for a lot of players because there's no Novak um, at the moment. We know Rogers on, at the end of his career and, and we're not sure what's going, how that's going to play out. Rafa's going to be back around and competing. Uh, Novak's definitely going to be uh, in the mix very strongly and going to claim some more majors. So, um, and there are other players that are putting their hands up. I mean, just take a look at what we saw. Um, you know, early mornings. You already mentioned you know, Alvarez and also Sinner, and that was that was an epic um, walk into the ring and just throw big blows. And not only throw big blows, they used the full court athleticism, the competitive nature they have, and how brave they were 
in the biggest moments um, right throughout the course of the match. I mean, youth is a is a is a joyful thing, isn't it? When you're watching two young guys, 19 and 21 year old, navigate their way through five five hours of tennis in a big moment. So there's a lot um, there's a lot in front of the men's tour, and also Francis Tiafu, who's who will now play Alcaraz, uh, Rublev, who who he beat, and um, and on the other side of the court, there's Casper uh, Ruud, who's actually trying to. Uh, become the number one player in the world if he gets to you know if he wins these championships. Who meets in the final and who wins it, Rog? Uh, I like Alcaraz. Um, you know what a grounding. You've, you're from Spain. You're watching Rafa. You know you're all, your all your coach is Juan Carlos Ferrero, who just worked tirelessly. So that it's just it's an enormous schooling, um, and he does the same thing. So I like Alcaraz getting through there for Tiafo. Um, look, he's a New Yorker, Tiafo, big crowd favourite, but um, I still like the Spaniard. Um, and then I. I'm going to go for uh, for Rude number five seed. I think he's got a good variety of game, um, and um, that was a big win from Hatchinov. And it'll be interesting to see whether he can he can take that next step. So they're all first for these guys. You've got to remember. So they're in an unknown environment. They're not sure how they're um, going to take take this on and what's going to transpire because you're in the you know you're in a prelim final trying to make the granny, and um, that's a that's a big moment, isn't it? Uh, it's, it's almost a relief once you've made the granny, um, in, I guess, in sport. But to the prelims, they're, they're pretty enormous matches. Okay, so Alcaraz, a $1.90 favourite with Tab in the men's winner market. And in the women's winner market, it's Igor Sviatek, $2.50. Caroline Garcia, $3.00. Sabalenka's 5 on Jabir, 6 If we're having a bet in the women's, who are we putting it on, Rog? Uh, I like Schweitzer. That's going to be a big hitting tennis match. Um, but what she does against Sabalenka, who seems like she's corrected her serving ways, is uh, he's in her second semi consecutively at the US Open. Is she's got better defense. So when you when you put them on defense, you've got two big ball strikers. When you get on defense, it's who can actually sort of retrieve the ball a little better. Uh, Schweitzer does that. Um, has beaten her the last three out of out of their four occasions in the last twelve months as well. So I think that plays his hand as well. So. I like um, what Schweitzer can do. She also comes forward and actually points at the net. Garcia's the smoky because has found her form, been a former top 10 player in the world. Uh, she plays on Jabir, who is was, who was in her second consecutive semi with the semifinals at Wimbledon. Um, and uh, But both big hitters, ball, ball strikers, there's a bit more variety to the uh, Garcia game. She's actually quite happy to come to net bigger serve. Um, and also she's coached by Jabir's former coach. So there's a bit of intel um, on her opponent as well. So I, I'm going to, I think the French woman's going to, French woman's going to continue her way. I'll look for a Schweitzer and Garcia final. And if we do get that, we have got an ent- entertaining um, jam packed women's and men's uh, finals. If whoever gets through, because they're all playing big ball striking tennis and they're all going after it. There's, they're not leaving anything behind. There's no safety net uh, around these all these players that are out there at the moment. So it's been really a, a very entertaining US Open. It's, it's going to finish uh, with a climax. Have a great weekend, Rog. Thank you. Thanks, boys. And I'm just looking up sticky. I'm not really sure. I <laughs> try get, I'll try and get you some. Loz? Can... I'll, I'll try and send some over. Well, tomorrow week, 4.45, the SCG, yes, the SCG will host a preliminary final for the first time since that memorable night in 1996 when the great Tony Lockett kicked a point on the siren to beat Essendon to send the Swans through to the grand final. It'll be back there next week and the Swans will play the winner 
of the Collingwood Fremantle semi-final tomorrow night. Melbourne plays Brisbane tonight. The winner of that will play Geelong in a prelim next week. So the Swans with another week off. And joining us now, 20 years of age, high pick in the draft, uh, what, a couple of years ago. Uh, played 23 games in the forward line there for the Swans. Logan McDonald. Logan, good morning to you. No worries. Thanks for having me. Uh, just mentioned that, you know, you got another week off. So you really haven't played much footy considering the pre-finals buy. So how's uh, the coaching staff and yourselves personally handling, I guess, uh, ensuring you're getting enough Ks into the leg and enough work at this time of the season? Um, yeah, I guess... It's sort of the bonus, winning games and, and getting the week off and being able to rest your body. But, um, yeah, the, the strength and conditioning stuff have been all over it and sort of using this period is not only a chance to rest but um, also a chance to train train and keep working on some things. So we had a solid session yesterday and um, we'll have a solid session tomorrow. Um, big game-like and um, to help prepare us for next Saturday. Logan, would you prefer Fremantle or Collingwood, buddy? Um, they're both two very good teams mm. and deserve to be in the position and um, I think we can't really control who we play and um, we'll just stick to what we know and we think our game style and strategy holds up against anyone so mm. um, we'll be watching that game with an eager eye and um, taking a few things out of it but uh, yeah, we, we won't mind who we play it's, as long as we get them up on to our SCG, we think we're a good chance against. Yeah, against I was going to ask that. And how much of an advantage, or how nice a feeling is it to know that you're at home in front of your home fans at the, at the SCG? Yeah, we love it. The fans have been super, and especially especially since we've been um, going okay towards the end of the year, the crowds have started coming out, and um, the sold out game in the last round of the year against Collingwood mm. was massive, and uh, the boys sort of got to experience that early on before finals. So. Um, to now have a home prelim there uh, for the first time in a long time is very exciting for the group and um, we'll take to look to have every advantage we can out of that. It was a great first week of finals, uh, Logan, and I mean, it was one of the best we've we've seen. How much does having that week off for all the teams play into that first week where sides come out, they look as though they're fresh, they go at it? Do you think that contributes to the quality of the game, the fact that every team has had that time off? Um, yeah, I think so. But um, whenever you get out there, regardless of how sore you are, I think for a final, everyone sort of gets up and finds out a little bit more. So um, as you saw through all the pressure numbers and intensity and tackle numbers, that um, the games go through the roof and it's a step up. So I think um, everyone just finds out a little bit more to sort of that do-or-die sort of mentality for some teams and, um, for some teams to get themselves to a prelim. So it's an exciting time of the year. and um, It's sort of, yeah, you, everything you play for all season sort of comes down to one game four times. So um, it's an exciting time. And, um, and yeah, we've got to put, get, gear ourselves up again for another game next Saturday after a week off. And um, the boys are chomping at the bit. And um, yeah, we're, we're wrapped and can't wait. What about for you personally, buddy, 20 years of age? How do you deal with uh, the nerves that comes with playing in finals and big games? Um, yeah, last Friday against Melbourne was my first final and mm. um, it was exciting, something I won't forget. It was 75,000 or something like that there. and um, The noise is deafening and half the time you can't talk to the bloke next year. So, yeah, um, yeah I'll take a lot of learnings out of that and... Um, 
just sort of learned to embrace it and we've got a pretty young group but um we don't like to shy away from everything and um all of this is sort of first for most of us so um yeah we're just using it as a positive and um sort of embracing our nerves and letting the older boys like your buds and dane rampy and um tommy papley sort of guide us and um and help encourage us and um yeah they're always going to lead the way with that pressure and intensity and um it's just up up to us to sort of jump on board and um give them a helping hand Logan, t- tell us about how excited you were when you were drafted by the swans and more so not so much coming to the club but as a young forward and getting to play with a guy like Buddy Franklin and learning your trade off a guy like Buddy. Well, what's some of the things you've learnt just through watching him train and play? Yeah, well, I think um, first and foremost, Buddy's an awesome person off the field and um, he'll give anything to help the club and, and especially the younger boys. And um, he loves imparting his knowledge on the younger boys. And I think, secondly, the main thing I probably picked up was he's the hardest trainer out of anyone I've ever seen. And, um, it's no secret why he's been so good for so long and um, obviously at his age and he can't do everything he can, every single training drill and, and activity he wants but um, what, he, what he takes part in, he trains harder than anyone and um, you immediately pick that up straight away but um, you bra- after you break down the walls within that sort of aura that he has around him naturally, um, he just wants to be one of the boys and um, he's always playing ping pong with us and sting pong and um, yeah, he's really good, and whatever question I ever have for him, he's always willing to help, but he doesn't try to bombard me too much with, with information. He just lets me develop and um, naturally take my course, and um, every week I think um, he's helping me up play, and uh, yeah, I love being out there with him, and he's such a good presence and helps take the best defender, so um, yeah, hopefully he goes around again. Well, Logan, it's going to be some occasion uh, tomorrow week at the SCG and uh, loved your work with the Swans over the first two years there. And uh, thanks so much for your time this morning, mate, and enjoy the next, what, eight days? Yep, eight days now. Counting them down. Great stuff. Thank you. Logan McDonald there, Swans forward, and he's the heir apparent uh, whenever Buddy does uh, move on for the club and uh, the Markets with tab for the, these two matches tonight. Melbourne are a dollar thirty, so they're pretty hot favourites. Twenty-one and a half is the line. Brisbane three dollars fifty with tab. Collingwood a dollar fifty-five. Fremantle two dollars forty-five. So the market's uh, closer. Ten and a half is your line there. Collingwood the minus. I think Jordan is playing, although he's going to be playing under some duress. Oh, I think this will just go to the two Melbourne-based teams. Loz, I can't Ooh. see any upsets in those two games. Well, are you tipping one, eh? Uh, yeah, from what I saw last weekend, I think both um, outsiders go in with plenty of confidence. I mean, to do what Fremantle did, I know it was at home, but to be down by 40-odd points in a final, to get yourself back off the canvas and win, that proves to me and proves to everyone that they can do it. And you can only imagine the confidence they took out of that. And then... The Lions travel down to Melbourne. I know they haven't got a great record at the MCG, but they were smashed. What, Obliterated. Last, yeah, last time they played. Yeah, the, uh, and it was at the Gabba. It's the last day of the regular yeah, season. Yeah, and that would be in the back of their mind. Mm. Petrarca's got a couple of, you know, he's got an injury concern. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I still think there could be an, an upset. 
With footy finals fast approaching, it's time to crack open a couple of furfies with your mates and enjoy some unbelievable moments, whether it's bearing witness to a six-beer carry in a crowded pub, fitting five mates onto a three-seater sofa for the game, or actually witnessing footy history unravelling on the screen in front of you. Unbelievable moments pair perfectly with a furfy. Grab a case to share with your mates this footy finals. Uh, last night, Australia beat New Zealand by 113 runs in the second one-day international at Cairns. Mitchell Stark, man of the match. Gee, I'll tell you what, Adam Zamper, unlucky not Mitchell to get man Stark, of the match. Man of the match. Zamp's got Pfeiffer. Yeah, he did. Starkey, 38 not out, saved our bacon with the bat. But what then do you two mean? We bought him for 90. The, we didn't need his 30. We <laughs> <laughs> got 100 to spare. Yeah, Zamp, he, that is a bit no, stiff, isn't it, when you get Pfeiffer and no get man of the match. Pfeiffer gets in a one-day is worth yeah. 130. Yep, nine yeah. overs, five for 35. Zamp is man of the Here's a question for you, pup. So during the Queen's reign, and uh, yeah. sad news this morning, of course, that Queen Elizabeth II has died aged 96. During the Queen's reign, how many... Oh, not trivia. Yes. Where's Nick? Can we get Nicky boy back? How many Australian men's cricket captains do you reckon there were? So 70 years. Yep, 70 years. Of which you were, of course, one. Yeah, I'm the 43rd. So I'm going to say, uh, let's go with. This is great. Test captains. Test Test captains, captains, yep. So Payne, uh, Cummins, Payne. I reckon there's more than you think. Watson did it for a game. Remember guys who have captained once. Yeah, not many though. Not many have captained once though. Did Gilchrist? Gilly, yes, India series, five. Ponting, Steve Waugh, Tubby, AB. I'm saying there's nine. I'm going to say 13. 25. What? Yeah, 25 Australian men's test cricket captains but during the reign years. of Queen Elizabeth II. So you go back to the 50s, Hassett. Yep. There's Morris, Johnson, Linwall, Craig, Benno, yep. Harvey, Simpson, Booth, Laurie, Jarman, the Chapel Brothers, Yallop. Hughes, Border, etc. Okay, see, I can't be expected to know those. Yeah, no, that, that's that's tough. Even that though, it, it, you look at every other uh, cricket team, international cricket team around the world. In seventy years, they would have had a lot more than twenty five oh, test captains. Look at how many England's. Yeah, had that's, to a, that's. I've just looked through the list of test captains, mm. and there's one that Surprising. shocks me. Who's that? It, Mike, it was Mike, only for Mike, one. Michael Clark. No, no, no. <laughs> Shane, Shane Watson. Shane Watson. Yeah, yeah. what I did a game in India. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did my back. I, I went I'd, home. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. I, I didn't realise. Yeah, well, I think it was the last Test match of the series in Delhi. Yeah. We'd lost the series. Yeah, he captained one game. Tough morning here, though, on the show. Um, the Queen, Foxy Cleopatra, just the uncertainty. But we're losing JR. Well, we're mm. not losing it completely. But we're losing it from the BSB, and she's joining us again in the studio. For, so, JR, morning to you again. Yeah, and, good morning, uh, guys, and good morning to all of our listeners. I'm better now than what I was at 6.40. I can actually yeah. speak to you guys now. So, today is my last morning as the newsreader on the show. I will try and figure out a way that I can get myself back on here for maybe a weekly segment. Oh, but there's a seat here for you anytime. Yeah, got to find Amy? how I can like weasel anytime. my way back into the show. Um, but I'll still host over spring while Mido is doing his Channel 10 commitment. So I'll pop back oh, up every that? now and then. <laughs> Are you working at Channel 10? Cha-ching. <laughs> Cha-ching. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, right. Are you hosting? Are you hosting? Mr. Eddie's hosting. Eddie McGuire. Eddie McGuire. Is he switched to 10? No, he's just, well, he's just he's doing just, that week. Correct. Hmm. Eddie Maguire is hosting Network 10's Melbourne Cup coverage. 
Freelance, Eddie. Eddie's freelance now. Jared will also be part of that coverage. Yeah. Um, so I will pop back up on mm. there. But otherwise, I am moving to Victoria. I'm on the pony. Oh, no. And mm. um, <laughs> So that, as we said, Foxy Cleopatra, I'll keep an eye on her. And I'll actually go out and watch her, Loz. Well, as long as she's not out. But I'll go and watch her. Yeah, no, you can't no, go no. watch her if she doesn't race, or, Jamie. Yes, You exactly. can represent me on the big days. I will. You know, like, you know, put my apology in and I'll say yeah. that is Jamie that right? Rogers Jamie is representing me today. We've all said we're gonna, I'm going to ride on your coattails because you said you got the next winks, so I'll go out and be your partner. Well, that's, well I'd be honoured if you would yeah. do that, JR. Yeah. But, but just no, hang tight for the moment. We'll see when she's running, and I'll let everyone know. Oh, we're hanging tight. Yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> hang tight for a month. <laughs> nah, but it is it is sad, JR. You're, you're, you're leaving. But on the other hand, it's a great opportunity, and you're moving down to Melbourne, yes. and your husband's from Melbourne he is, too. So he's, he'll be very, he's very, very excited. excited. He's pretty much, as I said, sprinting across the border to get mm. back there, see all his friends. You don't have to worry about the Dean Lester tips because I'll be working with him each week. Thank so you. I will be able to Thank solve you. that problem. Oh, that there's note. a roll. Yes. Well, there's so a roll. There you go. So <laughs> that's how I'll be able to, I'll ring in with the tips. I've got them, by the way, just on yeah. that note. We've had so many texts about them. He's roughy. This is at Flemington tomorrow. Race nine, number three, Tijuana. Race nine, number three at Flemington. Write those down daily. Nine, three at Flemington. Is that a grey? Uh, not sure. Off the top of my head. So race nine, number three, that is a, I just need to find the price here. It's $7.50 and two seventy the place. And his best bets in the Maccabi Diva, race five, number one, I'm Thunderstruck, $2.20 with Tab. And he likes race six, number four, Interpretation, $5.50. So thank you, JR. You'll be able to give those to me much easier. I will. Forward. So don't worry. I'll make sure you guys get that sent through every si- I actually will ring. I think I'll ring in and give them to you um, verbally. But yeah, I just want to say a huge thank you guys, you know, as I said earlier, Jared, you and I have been friends for a really long time, but Clarkie and Laws, you guys were champions on your sporting fields and to then get to know you as colleagues and friends, you're just such amazing people and that's what makes this show so fantastic is kind, three yeah. champions, you're all awesome and that's what makes it so hard to leave. But you are a champion, yeah. Jared. Yeah. For what you've done sure. since you've been on the program, not only what you've contributed to the show, but I think a lot of people have got so much respect for you and in particular after what you've done this season, up oh, this season, this year, <laughs> for Gotcha for Life mm. and the English Channel Swim and you're a mother of a couple of kids and you work hard, you're here every morning and you're, you're committed to something and you did it and you raised awareness, raised plenty of money and you're a champion for doing for doing all those things. Yeah. Well, thank you well, very so much, nice. guys. And Gotcha for Life, I will be taking it down to Victoria. So we will be continuing yeah. on in that space there as well. But thank you so much, guys. It's just been an amazing two and a half years. And to all of our listeners, you guys are also so mm. key on this show as well. So whether you love us, hate us, all the messages that you send through, we love to read. <laughs> they are the show is our listeners, no doubt they about are. that. So, so we, love, thank we you. adore you all. And um, thanks so much, guys. And for everyone that's working behind the scenes as well, Will, Tom and our panellists in Jono and our big boss, Ben. It's, as I said, it's a small team, but we're a family. So... Enjoy, guys, and yeah, well I'll done, speak Jamie. to you from Victoria. We'll Great stuff, JR. Thank you. And you've done uh, on a day as well where Steph Gilmore's won her eighth world title. We've got so many texts about that. Here's an- another member of the family, by the way, Gutho. It's his birthday today. He's 28 today. 28 years young. Yeah. 28. Clint Gutherson. 28. What a great um, age. Text what a great here, age. We're not worried about King Charles. We're more concerned with King Gutho, who turns 28 today on the text line. Uh, just, what are your thoughts on Prince Charles? Oh, well, Prince Chuck. Um, yeah, Chuck. Chuck, King, Chuck to you. King Chuck. King Chuck. 
What are his thoughts? Are you happy with him being king? <laughs> king Charles. I want to skip him. I want Will and Kate. I love can, it. Can you skip? I want, I want to skip. I want, skip. I want to it's skip him. It's called a lineage. I know you can. Don't I, you I watch know the Game rules. I know the rules, but I want to. I love Will and Kate. I reckon they're awesome. <laughs> nah, no, no. Oh, you don't like Will nah. and Kate? Oh, no, no, no. I oh, do. you just like Chuck? No, no, I've never been a big fan of Chuck, but now he's the king. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'll suck up to him. No, nah, I'm not sure. I want Will and Kate. Oh, yeah, no. Well, you've got to go through it. He, he'll, he'll be good. He'll be okay. Yeah, he mightn't get a long What What are you saying? Rain. Why? Well, here Hang in on. Australia, he mightn't get a long rain. Oh, right. Okay, right. You're getting political, eh? Here we go. Well. Here we go. Mm. The you... movement will be, the Republican <laughs> movement will be out <laughs> in force. Uh, probably right. Soon. You're probably right. Anyway. On the Blue Mountains line, buses replace trains between Lithgow and Mount Victoria for scheduled track works. And at Rudy Hill, buses are diverting away from Francis Road. That's due to a crash. They're missing multiple stops and delayed up to 20 minutes through that area. If you are heading to the Penrith and Parramatta NRL final tonight at Bluebet Stadium in Penrith, do consider all travel options. The T1 Western Line trains are running regularly to Penrith, and that's within walking distance of the stadium. You can plan your trip at transportnsw.info or download the Transport app. This is Jamie Wallace for the Transport Management Centre and Sky Sports Radio. All right, Loz, for the last time today, give us your Sticky Wings Big Sports Breakfast Multi on the Tab app and the Tab website, and it has been heavily backed into it's Heavily $11. supported. Um, we're going Flemington Race 4, number 16, El Rocco, to run top two into Race 9 here in Sydney tomorrow at Rose Hill, number 10, Shades of Rose to win, and that's paying... Ooh, now it's into eleven dollars. Was thirteen earlier this morning. Gee, big day for those with a Kosciuszko ticket. They're being drawn. What time do we know? Eleven o'clock, ten well, o'clock. We'll get the details we'll get off the Stanley. Details. Dave would like. Hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you there, Dave? Hello. <laughs> is he croaky today? Is he croaky, DS, or is he? Friday, he's normally good on Fridays. Really, uh, right? No, he'd be fresh. Yeah, Friday's game day. He'd be a lot fresher than what he would have been last week. We were dusty. buggered. No, we weren't. Just tired. Dusty, we were just buggered. He'd be all snitzled out by what I saw <laughs> on the Insta. Oystered out. And oystered out, yeah. Yeah, no, that's one thing DS, I've learned about. where are you? Loves an oyster. No, he's out. He's... We got a take two. We'll give him a take two. But he doesn't come on air until five two. Yeah, we've gone two minutes He's, early. Remember well, the day we fault, well, let's, Are you going to have a drink no. for the Queen today? Are you going to? I'll have a toast to the Queen. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a drink today. I'll be out of the Queen. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's be rude not to. Yeah, no, I I've been a big fan. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Big... Love the Queen. Yeah, love the Queen. I do. I know it's... my mother would be quite upset today. I reckon. Mm. Yeah. She was a massive what? fan of the Queen. Mm. 96, though. It's a good run. Oh, if someone offered me 96, yeah, I would take it in a heartbeat. I'm taking 46 at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. I but know. I'm just saying one day at a time. Yeah. Cherish every Can't day. Believe me. Cherish every day. Okay. This is take two. Dave Stanley, good morning. Good morning, boys. How are we? Outstanding, mate. On a, on a sad day, really. Yeah, it's been a... To, to wake up to all this news, but... Um, yeah, anyway, we just keep uh, punching on. We've got, uh, what, Charles now? Yeah, Chuck, as Loz calls him. 
Chuck. Yeah, Loz and Chuck are besties. King Charles. What do you? Th- I was just saying. What are your thoughts on him? On Charles. Yeah, you like him? Oh, uh, well, mate. Um, you know, I've spent a bit of time with him, and well, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know him. Well, this is the thing. You sort of, I don't know. You know well, enough about him by watching news. I don't think. Well, you there. wouldn't be picking him first on your, your your team, would you? I like Will. I want Will and Kate. I'd like to skip one. Do you reckon the other bloke's been given a bad rap, though? I mean, all these I like girls. Harry. Harry? No, yeah, Harry's a legend. I like yeah. Harry. He's Harry's a, a jet. Yeah. I like Harry he as well. He's got a rogue in him, Harry. Yeah, he's... Yeah. He likes a bit of fun, Harry. Yeah, I think Harry yeah. likes a bit of fun. I reckon Will might be the straighty 180. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harry might be the Dennis the Menace. But what happens <laughs> what, what happens now, boys? Will we have a big... Uh, will there be big... Um, Public holidays and all yeah, here in Australia and, there will be yeah, like and there'll be uh, you know obviously big services. I see that racing's been cancelled for for two days there in the UK. Yeah, a lot of sports been yeah. postponed mm-hmm. today been. or tomorrow their time. And from a racing point of view, and I'm sure you've touched on it this morning. I mean, she was um, a huge supporter of racing. Um, it was it was her main passion, thoroughbred racing, and um, was always a big advocate, especially when we had. You know, tough times with certain other parts of the community saying that we shouldn't be racing and shouldn't be doing this and doing that. And she was always very vocal and saying that, uh, you know, horse racing was her love. So uh, if you're out there and uh, you're having a tough day or whatever, um, all good. I, I, I actually, I'm a, bit, I, I'm a bit, I don't know, boys. I, obviously, there's some sadness and people saying, you know, they're really sad. But I'm, I guess, yeah, anyway. Punners panel today. <laughs> Thanks for helping me out there, boys. Well, I don't know. Like, I had a blo- mate. I'm like, okay, all right. I'll be honest. A mate texts me this morning and goes, "It feels like my nana's died." And I went, "Mate, you're yeah." But there's some people. Yourself. I think a lot of people are close to oh. the to the, or try to become yeah. as close as they can to the queen. I reckon the royal family it has a massive place yeah. in this country, no Definitely. doubt. Definitely. Yeah. So, I, another one yeah. who stand, uh, you know, I know it. Well, to me, it's an opposite. You, you listen to Kyle and Jackie O. Kyle has been in love with the royal family. Like, it's that extreme. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not working today or he's in tears today. Mm. Like, and I don't know if he's met the Queen, but that's what I'm yeah. saying. Some people Some, exactly. are just so close to it. And you can't knock, I can't knock those people. Yeah, so I'm not going to. Mm. But I, it's something that I'm sort of, um, yeah, I sort of, you know, it's obviously sad news. You don't like hearing people have passed away. But, um, yeah, I, I don't have that sort of connection. Mm. And love for the royal yeah. family, yeah. but um, there's plenty of people out there that do. And yeah, sure. uh, if yeah, they're having a tough time today, we'll try and make you a quid. Have, oh, raise a toast. Have a drink. Yeah. Have raise a drink a for the Queen. That's what raise we all should toast. do. Raise a toast, mate. Celebrate what, 96 amazing years. I tell you what, I feel like I'm just down in that bottom corner on the trial. I've got you. Loz has just said, just run, mate. You're going to get absolutely smashed. Just run. Punters today, boys. Richard Callender, Chris Roots. We've got uh, also Luke Marlowe and um, Glenn Munsey. And just to give you an idea about how uh, the the mind and the punt can, can, I guess, uh, play on you. And you'd know this, Loz, from your multi. So I've got a group chat with the boys. Obviously, I send them off a text saying, gents, I need to get your selection for the multi to send off to Dicko. And everyone fires off their message and Marlowe's last and he you know, selected a particular horse. Well, the other three of Richard Callender, Mundy and Roots all chime in and say, Marlowe, I don't think that should be your horse. Now, he didn't, oh, stick, Marlo. He didn't stick strong. He's he's that rattled with what's going on with the multi. He's then oh, reverted can, oh, and changed. Can you tell me, you tell me who his original 
So I'll tell you his original was. one. I won't tell you what he is now. Got to the multi, but his oh. original selection was Shades of Rose to run top four, which goes around tomorrow. I think it's in race ten. Mido, help me uh, out. Race, race nine. <laughs> race, race nine. Number race ten. Nine. Uh, so that was his. That was his selection, and it started with Chris Root saying, "Oh, man, I don't know about that," and then. Munzee going, oh, I don't know about that. And he's then since changed. And isn't it amazing, oh, though? Loza, Loza, Loza. Oh, hang on, Loz. Have you got Shades of Rose? <laughs> yes. To win. Oh, stop. <laughs> to win. Not to run top four, to oh, win. Oh, to win. Well, you know what, Loz? You could be a hero here, mate, because I can tell you for a fact those three blokes are all potting, potting Shades of Rose, saying that they don't think it'll be, uh, it should be a selection for the multi. Come on, give it to them, Loz. No, well, let them down. Let them down. I'll just get a better price. We'll just see what happens come Monday, won't we? Monday morning radio. What is your multi, just quickly, Loz, for the people that want to chime in the last two minutes? Uh, Shades of Rose to win into down at Flemington Race 4, number 16, El Rocco to finish top two. El Rocco to finish top two. Okay, beautiful. All right. Uh, and just brushing yeah, over that. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, you don't I, like it, Diaz? No, I don't mind it. Look, I can't, I can't pot Loz because he's been on form the last couple of weeks. So, and he'll come good carnival time because I know he's got contacts everywhere. That's one thing, punters. Don't think Loz is sitting at home. Well, he is doing his form. He's, mate, he's got contacts everywhere. Don't be surprised if he's texting Bjorn Baker on the sly and getting information here, there, and everywhere and then claiming it as his own because you, you have been known <laughs> to do that. I've been known to do that before. You've been known <laughs> to do that, Laurie. Mido. I've just seen that Enemo's trialed as well at Warwick Yes, Farm. and I think a nice trial too yeah. from all reports. Uh, Well, reading Richard Haynes' tweet here, settled midfield, cruised home for third. Okay, beautiful. Beautiful. What have you got planned for your Friday? I've got a mate of mine who's who's off to a... Actually, uh, this is a controversial one for you. So I've got a mate, right? Uh, I know, pup, you'll give it a tick. I don't know about you, Laurie, Mm. but he's off to a day spa. Ooh, treating himself. Massage. And But wait for this. Just wait for a massage, for though. Ooh. Solo. He's going to a day spa solo. Yeah, I made it, sure. it's just a flash name for a massage, though. No, apparently he's in. He's going for a float. Oh, okay. No, I, yeah. Recovery. So, yeah. <laughs> Mido, Mido's job. Well, yeah, I've recovery. had one. They're gross. Well, what is What's a float? float? Well, What's a float? I've only ever done it once. But so you lie on this. It's full of uh, magnesium, I think it is. Epsom so salt. Epsom salt. And, and oh, so it's on, yeah, on it's for recovery. Yeah. It's for recovery. It's yeah, a right. big water tank. Yeah. You lay down. You stomach back. Yeah, it's stomach capsules. The ones, yeah. They cover you. They yeah. cover, it's not like a little coffin, is it? No, no. no, no it's big. Yeah. It's a big. It's, a, it's like, a, it's like a, a large hot tub sort right. of feel, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. It's meant to help with recovery. So yeah. does your mate train? Does he go to the gym? Or well, no, he's just no. going for a junket. He's going, but this is the thing. This is, There's two things. In a bit of a group chat, he wanted to sort of get a bit of a crew. Oh, and was obviously <laughs> torn to shreds. Hang on. To shreds. Yeah, he's going well, for the mud bath as well? I don't know. Hang on. Get uh, off that chat no. group. No, he's a bit of a traveller. He's very, a very well-off traveller. And he was over in Europe somewhere and went to someone retreat or something. And did, and we've just been, we've like sort it. of been getting stuck. Yeah, the float. I wasn't sure what the float was. Well, and I, I said, are you going to get the cucumbers on the <laughs> eyes and stuff like you see in the movies? But he just blew up. He didn't really get the joke. Yeah. So, oh, well, each their own, DS. Each their own. I'll be each drinking at own. the bar while he's having a float. What, you will, 
Uh, DS, what time is the Kosciuszko draw, by the way? 10.30, by the way. Yeah. 10.30. Yeah, so uh, punters out there listening across New South Wales, get your tickets ready. 10.30, we're going to take that live. You can watch it live on Sky Thoroughbred Central, but if you're in the car or you're in the shed or in the paddock or whatever and you've got the, the wireless on, you can have that Kosciuszko draw and we'll find out who the 14 slot holders are and then let the fun and games begin. Go and enjoy... You at the bar? Oh yeah, I got a date. I got a date today, lunch date. Hey, wait, wait. wait. I'll speak to you about it Monday. Have a good weekend, <laughs> Two champion. Past oh. nine. Bye bye.